All right, welcome back to another episode of Perception Blurred, Why Not? I am David Jackson, your host as usual. I know it's been a little while since I've been here, but you know, quarantine gets to everybody. Makes you get down, makes you start thinking. Color people time. Yeah, right. Hey, wait, what? Was somebody else on the show? It sounded like it. Who's that? It's Cajun Prime. Hey guys, look who's back. It's been a minute. He hasn't been on the show with me since the old format when we were doing this on YouTube and Shout Engine, but now we are on a better format. You guys get to listen to us everywhere. And today we are going to bring you Board Council Meeting number two, subtitled Black Materia. That's right, Materia, because we are going to be talking about the one, the only Final Fantasy VII remake for the PlayStation 4 because it's the best game out right now. I don't care what anybody says, fight me. Uh, so anyhow. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think I have an argument for that. Right. Nobody does. You can't argue with it. No, I was like, thinking, I'm like, wait a second. What? I did see somebody on my brother's wall ask if, um, the, is it true they took out Chocobo Racing? And all of us are like, no, th- th- you're not at that part yet. Like, this is way before that. Um, Better not be a year or two before we get. Mm, I don't know. That's what Tag and I were talking about. It. Like, do they do DLC for the next part? Do they move on? Do we have to wait for the PlayStation 5? What's going on? They better do something in the meantime. Because, man, this game. It's currently in development, the second part of it. I know that much. It's just it's too good to have another. I feel like a layover will. We can't wait see. another 10 years for no. a sequel to this game. No. Absolutely not. I'm honestly apprehensive about them putting it on the PlayStation 5. I mean, let's be honest, we're all going to get a PS5 at launch anyhow. But I don't know that I want Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two on the PS5 instead on the PS4. Also, uh, we were talking, and I I know you said I could spoil it because you're not at the end yet, but you're at the end of the game. I'm going to wait and let it happen naturally because you need to see it, trust me. Um, But the one thing Tank and I were talking about and a couple of others were talking about was, are we going to be able to keep our level? Are we going to be able to keep our gear? I was wondering about that actually. Yeah, because like the way most sequels work is you start fresh. And I mean, and that's, there, there have been stat boost games in the past where it's like, oh, you have save data from the first game. Here's a bunch of extra items, but like all the work we did in this game. But well, okay, in the first game, the level cap was 99. Yeah. This one caps at 50. Yeah. So, I mean, it's totally plausible. You can carry over your previous level 50 data, or if you didn't play the first game, you know, they might start you at, say, 35 or some shit. Right, right. That'd be nice. You know. um, well, what was that? What Mass Effect. Mass Effect, you could carry your saves yeah. from game to game. Or at the beginning, it would give you the choice of what did you do. Right. Or, you could make a few decisions at the beginning of the game. Yeah. So, so, yeah, no, it's totally doable. Yeah, they could, and, and they need to. They absolutely need to. There's just so much stuff that they have to carry over for us because like you do a lot. I, I literally sat down and played this game every day for a month. <laughs> it's that good. Uh, gameplay wise, it's, I, I hate that people are complaining about it. Like there's a few people that I've seen that have complained about the controls, but like my brother said, they used Final Fantasy 15 and Final Fantasy 13 as prototypes for this game. And you can tell. there's nothing to complain about no i, I love mean, the battle short of, short of like we talked about those long stretches of scenes where we can't sprint like all right that was annoying yeah but outside of that like i'm if i had yeah. one complaint about this game i'd say it's the pacing the pacing is a little bit off um to where like some chapters are like oh this chapter was 15 minutes and then the next chapter is like this chapter was four hours and if <laughs> you've never played the first game you're, you're gonna miss a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah. No, I just mean the pacing is gonna be annoying. If you don't know that there are things to expect and callbacks to look for, those long stretches of puzzles. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because let's face it, that's what they were. Uh, they were some very modern puzzles. I'll give them that. It wasn't your typical Legend of Zelda. Yeah, it wasn't pull the box here and uh, go stand there. While you... No, there's a couple of those, but for the most part, it was... Yeah, no, I, I'm enjoying it. It's definitely going to be a game of the year candidate. Oh, for sure. Easily. Uh, I mean, honestly, the only thing I think that has a chance that's a PlayStation exclusive to even stand a chance against it is Ghost of Tsushima, but like they keep pushing that back. And Last of Us 2, maybe, but like the controversy behind that, which that's a whole other episode. Um, Another time. But honestly, with Final Fantasy VII Remake, like I sat down, I have not really wanted to play much of anything else since beating that game. I have. I beat Dragon Ball Kakarot, and I beat Streets of Rage 4, but like I have not really gotten that same endorphin rush, honestly, from playing anything other than playing Final I keep going back to it. And let me tell y'all, hard mode sucks. It does. It's terrible. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's so fun. No, hard mode sucks. Well, I mean, you got me over here, so, I mean. Yeah, Cajun's a masochist when it comes to video games. For you guys that don't know, he goes through New Game Plus on every RPG he owns and, like, will complain about it till he's blue in the face. And for black folks, you know, that's crazy. It's crazy. It's super crazy. But uh, Then you'd be the first one. I'd be screenshotting that platinum. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> I always get the message. That and then he posts it on Facebook because we got he got he's got to let people know because we're on this journey with him the entire time. So when he gets to hard mode on Final Fantasy VII Remake, he will, will indeed platinum that game. And you'll see the entire, you'll hear the entire time, especially because I told him and I will tell everybody that hasn't beat this game up um, or hasn't gotten the chance to play this yet. When you play through hard mode, you cannot use items. The only time you can use items is in the uh, battle simulator that's in the Shimmer Tower. I actually haven't used items. I, I kind of, when I heard that, conditioned myself to not use them anyway. So oh. I just have, I think everything's maxed out at this point. As far as my slots go, yeah. uh, I'm relying heavily on Materia. I've got two healers. <laughs> I made, <laughs> made Barrett a healer. Barrett was my primary magic user. My brother was shocked that's about that. I, yeah, no, that's I, I felt like it made sense. Yeah, because I mean, he's the long-range fighter as it is. That EKG weapon you get at the yeah, end. Yeah, and honestly, was... like, going through the entire game, knowing the story that we know about the game, we're all prepared for Aerith to die in this game. I will spoil that a little bit for you. That doesn't happen in this game. That does yeah, not we talked about that. Everybody but, was... so, I'm like... I, I mean, I, I did say to level her up because Cajun was joking not to level her in a post a couple weeks ago. But, like, I, I will say that because of that, I didn't focus on giving her a lot of heavy hitting magic and stuff. I gave her a lot of... She's my healer when she's in. Aerith is my healer, and she's my, my distance fighter for, like, you know, just her base attacks because all her attacks are magic-based and elemental damage and stuff. But Barrett is my guy to where I'm like, I need to use Dondaga, and Barrett's the guy that's doing it. Same uh, spell here. Yeah. I actually put that elemental material too, and I've had that on him since I first picked it up. That and magnify. Thunder. Doing uh you since you're you're going on into chapter eighteen, so you would have done the Shinra lab with like the uh unknown entities. Mm -hmm. I put Thundaga and Magnify on Barrett and I wiped those things out in a couple of turns. Like it was so simple. Yeah, no, it's Thundaga Elemental is my build for him. Plus I've got him equipped with prey. Uh barrier mana wall he's basically my tank and yeah. then i just stand back and sling spells with him yeah i figure he's got so much hp so much de his defense is naturally high so i threw on some high magic defense so i was like here he is if someone goes down i know i've got bear with at least one to two k hp he can pick him right back up oh yeah he's got revive on him oh nice my dad was watching me play he's like what are you doing like 
isn't he supposed to be your heavy hitter? I'm like, Dad, you can do this any way you want to. Right. Like, Tifa's my beat em up. Clouds. I've got him skewed toward magic, but mostly even. Barrett's my heavy magic. Cloud's my, Cloud's my big melee, um, with a close second being Tifa. Because once you actually learn how to combo all of Tifa stuff together. Oh, yeah, looking like you're playing Injustice. Yeah, but it really does. It really does, especially if you put ATB boost on her. I, I have that on her. And you move, like you can power up and everything. Like you get that ATB charge real fast, man. She's got ATB boost, ATB assist, uh, concentration seventy percent, and she's got an item on her that uh, whenever she uses a bar of ATB, she gets limit break filled. Yeah. So I have the uh, magic one on with Cloud, where every time you use spells, you get your limit break. Only thing I won't do is I won't put Aerith and Tifa in the same party, only because it requires too much micromanagement. I don't have the patience. Yeah, true. It's a great combo, Tifa and Aerith. Like you can get your three hundred plus percent stagger meter, but it just you got to sit here doing. I just don't feel like doing yeah. that. Yeah. People can't see what I'm doing with my hands. Yeah, it's, it's, I think they can imagine. You got to work the shoulder buttons and the main oh, buttons because yeah, the, yeah. the one thing they did about this, which I didn't find out until halfway through the game, is you can use uh, shoulder button shoulder button uh, shortcuts, which is really nice because mm-hmm. um, you independently you can independently control all the characters you have on the field at once. Well, not at once, but independently, like you can switch between them, which is really nice. Or you can do classic game style. Uh, I have not played on classic. Really don't plan on playing on classic because I don't care that much. It's not much different, to be honest. Yeah, but it, it uh, really isn't. the fact that you can jump between each character, like I will trigger a limit break, like say with Cloud, I'll trigger Ascension to do big damage, and then I'll switch over to Barrett to do that distance damage, or like heal Cloud because he needs it in the middle of doing the limit break, or uh, I'll switch to Tifa and throw her in fast and get her hard hitting or setting like a chi trap or something, you know, to the smaller enemies that are around. And you can do that by switching between characters, or you can have attacks, spells, healing, or items set to shoulder buttons, and you can do quick. You just hit the button, and it gives you a shortcut, and that's really nice. If you really want to have fun with Tifa, throw Deadly Dodge and HP Absorb on a linked slot. Oh god, I bet. Dude, it was, it's been great. Like, she just walks in vampire and health off of people. Like, hey, awesome. I typically start my battles with Barrett, actually. I am not usually in control of Cloud. Mm other than to use the focus strike to start raising stagger. But yeah. other than that. Well, let's talk about um, story elements because they are, um, my brother and I had a conversation about this last night. He doesn't believe me. I believe this is an alternate dimension version of Final Fantasy VII because there are things that are so different and yet the same. Like it's honestly, he thinks it's an alternate timeline, but I'm like, it's the same thing. Like it's an alternate dimension because you're playing through similar events. You're playing with the exact same characters, but the events are unfolding differently. And that's where the whispers come into play because you're literally, and I said this on Nerdy Tea Party, there's a plug for you, Danny. Uh, I said this on Nerdy Tea Party uh, and Danny said it, like fighting the whispers, you're literally fighting fate because they don't want you to change the things that you're doing. By now, you know that they're called whispers, right? Yeah. Um, Personally, I'm, it's gonna sound weird. I don't care. Alternate timeline or not. My my main concern is this is the best story told on a PlayStation game since Spider-Man. Easily. Like if you'd have told me that it was possible to make Sephiroth an even more menacing villain with anticipation, I'd have been like, nah, it doesn't. You can't. You can't make and I tell you what, scared the hell out of me. I'm a grown ass man. I think 
now mind you like the the um, um, ominous present of presence of Severoff is there it's definitely there my only problem is i hear who his voice is i don't know if you know who voices him i haven't caught on tyler heckland oh superman from supergirl that's Severoff. wait no i did not i read that on reddit yeah i forgot and it's just i'm like this is like you go from like the ultimate symbol of good guy to one of the ultimate forms of evil <laughs> and it doesn't discount the character at all it's just it's really hard for me to hear superman and Sephiroth. and uh like i take him seriously because you do like especially with the lines he's delivering and just and a lot of times he doesn't have to talk every scene with a minute i got chills like i'm like jesus Christ. like i i was I'm, playing in the dark one night <laughs> my dumb ass got up and turned a lamp on. Yeah. i was like nope it's just such a great game, and like again, they did keep a lot of stuff the same. Like you play, you play this entire game in Midgar. I like the new characters. Uh, uh, I the, do the landlady. Oh yeah, Jesse's Mar- expanded story. Uh, Je- Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge, all of them have bigger story, and like you actually care about them. Not that you didn't care about them in the original game, but you cared more about them. I didn't. I forgot <laughs> about them. Seriously, three hours in. <laughs> yeah, especially in the original game, because by the time you get from disc one, you already don't know who they are anymore. Uh, but they definitely have a much bigger role, uh, and everything you do impacts the game. And a lot of people like I didn't really you don't realize that going in that like okay the motorcycle fight when you got Jesse riding shotgun, uh, there are two different endings to that fight, and I didn't know it until I beat it like until I played through that fight, and then somebody was like oh did Jesse kiss you and I was like did she what? <laughs> yeah, I actually got that ending. That was the video I made. Yeah, that I haven't gotten sued yet for posting on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> No, you will, because people listen to this. <laughs> you don't know his Twitter handle. It's okay. Uh, I, I hashtag Squaresoft. It's not my shit. I understand. Uh, yeah, but there's there's several. Actually, I was talking to my brother about the final fight. Um, I don't, Again, I'm not going to go too far into spoiler territory, but different characters come out for you. Um, So you're going into 18. You're going to get Aerith back, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who came to you in your vision? I didn't get that far yet. You're um, not at her house? No, I'm at the simulator. Well, you would have had to leave Aerith's house with oh, her mom. Oh, right. Okay. Who came um, to you in the dream? Who woke you up as Cloud in the middle of the night? I ain't gonna lie, was I don't sitting, remember. Was sitting up on the hill? I, I don't Dude, there's so many great moments in this game. Because apparently, it could be Barrett, Cloud, or Aerith. Okay. I got Aerith. Um, I mean, Barrett, Tifa, or Aerith. Tank got Tifa, and I think Danny got Tifa, too. I mean, I'm going to replay it anyway, but it's yeah. just like they're... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll say other thing, too, is you care about Aerith's mom in this more. Like, there's so many expansions on these characters. I mean, and they have to. I'm not going to lie. She like way annoying, though. Well, yeah. Like, not in that annoying mom kind of way, like an annoying shut-up old lady. Yeah, it was pretty much, she. I know more than you, leave this alone. But I mean, on that same note, it was out of protection for her daughter, so I kind of get it. Um, but I mean, you you connect to all every character that you literally speak to in this game. You connect to even the uh, less important uh, NPCs, the teacher from the orphan house. Yeah. If you're actually you know looking around and talking to people, you find out she moonlights as a stripper. You know, I talked about that. Layla was super excited about seeing a girl, a woman in a video game like this that looks like her, and she's like, she looks like me. And then you find out that she's a honeybee, and I was like, ah, oh, damn it, man. <laughs> Which is, I mean, whatever, it's fine, but like my daughter's eight, so you know, she doesn't need to see that. So she didn't watch me play anything in Wall Market. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that reminds me. Uh, I don't even remember his name now. 
drag queen dancer. I, I think he is my favorite oh, secondary the, uh, supporting character. Oh, God. What was and- Andrea? Andrea. I love him. I That dance sequence was so hard. <laughs> and I'm not typically, no shade, I'm not typically drawn to those characters. Yes. Yeah, but I, but mean, I love him. But he's, he's a great, he's, he's a great, great character. He's, especially when you go back to the gym and he's hanging out there. Mm-hmm. And for only really, I mean, he gets what total maybe seven minutes of screen time. About seven minutes of screen time, maybe like thirty lines, if that. Right, and I just I, I'm captivated by that by that character. I'm just, like I need more of him. And you care about everybody. Like I said, like legit, like uh, what's his name? Uh, Leslie, the new guy. That works for Don, work, quote, works for Don Corneo. Like, the no nonsense, I'm just doing my job. Yeah. And then, you, like, you care about dude's backstory. He's an NPC that we didn't know anything about before this version of this game came out. And you give a shit about his backstory because he's so compelling. Like, at first, he's like, oh, you're just, like, that hired muscle that works for Corneo and you're getting in my way. And then you're like, wait, no, he has a reason for doing all of this. And I'm hoping they expand on that in number two. Like obviously we're we're leaving Midgard, but like that doesn't mean we can't come back. He, he did toward the end of his screen time in the game start to get a little whiny, just a little bit. Yes, but that's because that's when you break down his story, and like that's when yeah. him and Barrett made that connection too. Though, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you've gotten it yet from people that you know that have played it other than me, but the very second that most of my friends got to the point in the beginning of the game where you uh, walk up to Marlene with cloud and barrett growls at her <laughs> i got text message i got a text message from stopher i got a text message from tank i got a text from like a bunch of different people who are like this is you and layla and i was like it is <laughs> it is that's us as fathers like that is us with our kids like that it's serious like they it, it's so weird to me that um they did I mean, we already we always knew, even going back old school Final Fantasy VII, that Barrett had a, an amazing relationship with his daughter. But they did such a better job highlighting that. Mm-hmm. I still feel like he was annoying as hell throughout the whole game, and it pissed me off because he was the prominent black guy. Yeah. In the game, like he was. You know what? Though I'm happy they didn't make him like they. He's a hard ass, but they didn't make him street. Like he's oh. got he's using slang and stuff, but like Barrett's not that guy that's like. I don't know how I want to put. He's not Diamondback and Luke Cage, you know, which like, I'm fine with. But he's he's just got this pretentiousness to him that's annoying. Like we get it, Mako, Shinra, bad. We heard you the first five hundred times. Yeah, but I mean, on that same note, if you were working with Cloud, you would have to repeat yourself all the time too. It never stopped from the beginning to the. It, it was literally the entire way through the game. Like yeah. the whole way we heard you. Do, we heard. We heard. I'm going to mute my TV. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to play the game with subtitles. Did That's... you... You said you had to simulate it. Did you take the stairs or the elevator? I took the stairs. I took the stairs, too. I hated myself. He was so annoying. He was so annoying on the stairs, he wouldn't shut up. I hated the fact... Why can't I sprint? Yeah, uh, that was... About this well, actually, no, though, you could. If you tried, you could. But because you were walking up so many flights of stairs... It showed that you were winded, which I liked. And that's actually that showed cool. your conditioning between the three of them. That's why Tifa was way ahead of you. Barrett was all the way in the back complaining the entire time. And Cloud was in the middle. Because it, it would have been cooler if there were <laughs> random points in the game where you couldn't sprint for no reason. Yeah. You're on flat ground. And the game's like, no, you got to walk. I want to walk. And especially because like like, it's usually a trigger, especially in games like this, it's usually a trigger that something story is about to happen. And that's why you're walking slower. But no, and this is just like, no, walk. No, walk slower. 
We don't want you to run right now, but but I want to run because there's point B. That's where I need to be. And it's a straight shot from point A to point B. I would like to run there. And they're like, nope, you can walk briskly, but you can't run. Like running across the, like walking across the boards in the factory. Okay, I get that. Not running across the yeah. Although they then counter contradict themselves by letting you do things like jump off of each other's hands and shoulders and shit. So you mean to tell me I can't run across a board or jump 20 feet across this gap, but I just jump 18 feet straight up to slash that dude in the face. I mean, we, we got Tifa doing parkour and, <laughs> and circus gymnastics across the chandeliers of the damn Shinra building. Yeah. And yet again, I forgot that this is going to, uh, recording it on my computer, we don't get as much time. We got 20, we're 20 minutes in, so. Uh, easily, like you said, game of the year candidate, hardcore. Uh, the only thing that Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us 2 are about the only things I can think of that would stand a chance to beat this. Uh, especially because there's nothing on, like, and I'm not even, no no shade to, to Xbox, but there's not even, like, any Xbox games that make me go, I want to play that over Final Fantasy VII right now. There's no games on Xbox that make me go, I'm going to play that over Last of Us 2. Yeah, am I excited for Halo Infinite? Absolutely, on the Xbox Series X. If they put Couch Co-op back in it. If they don't, I ain't playing it. <laughs> That's the reason I didn't play 5. Whole different discussion. We, yeah. We talk about the... But uh, honestly, like there, there's nothing that's multi-platform that I can see beating this out as game of the year. And yes, we're a little biased because like Final Fantasy VII, I don't know if it was yours. Uh, Final Fantasy VII was the first Final Fantasy that I beat. I had played the others. Like we rented them from like Starlight and Giant Eagle back in the day. Um, on the Super Nintendo and the NES, but I never beat them until after I beat through seven. Um, this was the first one I cleared. And then, so, you know, it holds that place in my heart and it's always going to be in my top. If we're going top rankings of RPGs, Final Fantasy seven is in my top five. And that's the game as a whole seven and seven remake. Um, I did have my brother complained about the fact that Red's in the game, but he's unplayable. I saw some that the uh, developers and producers actually put out a slight tweet or whatever saying that they didn't make him playable because he's there for such a short amount of time. Yeah. That invest- it's only like the last two yeah, chapters of the investing game. Investing the resources to make him an available, playable character made zero. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying to Tank, too. It's like, well, you're going through the tower and everything now. You haven't gotten to him if you're at the simulator. But, uh, where would you get equipment for him? You know, like, Tank was like, the vending machines. I was like, yeah, but that's that's shitty. <laughs> like, hey, hey, you're going to the end of the game. Stop at nine vending machines and buy Red 13 a bunch of stuff. You know, like, I'm not going to do that. Like, that doesn't... And level him up and master all the abilities. Yeah. And learn his play style and, and, and... Right, because everybody has minimum four weapons in this, so to give him... Yeah, more than that. Yeah, I said minimum. I said minimum. Okay, fair um, enough. To get him further than that and two or three chapters it's not gonna work basically you just be spamming the shinra simulator for right now i do think that um obviously well again you don't know what happens in the end but obviously he's going to be a major part of the next game and he needs to be playable and i'm looking forward to all right and i, I said this to my brother and we're running a long time i'm trying to wrap it up but I can't wait to see what Vincent's transformations are going to look like in this game. Ooh, I telling? can't wait. Oh, man. 
I'm looking forward to Vincent. I'm looking forward to Yuffie. I'm looking forward to Sid. We already saw Kate Sith in the background when play, when the Sector 7's plate fell. I like that they had a a Yuffie like character. Yeah, my brother my brother's read that that was Yuffie and I was like it's not her. No, it's not her, but having that personality there cuz she she brought a balance to the first game. Yeah. In terms because everybody everybody else in the party is this morose, beaten down, yeah, <laughs> down and, Whereas you Yuffie's know. that, hey, I'm a materia hunter and I'm here to steal your shit. And I'm gonna have fun while I'm doing it. Yeah, so I mean, we kind of got that, especially because she was the angel of uh, the slums. Well, she was one of them. She was work. She was the granddaughter of the angel the of the slums. Uh, Kyrie, that's who. She robbed old dude of his wallet. <laughs> she really did. This man thought he was about to get the punani, and she took his money. Yep. That's all that was. Yeah, it, it's it's a great game. Uh, wrapping things up a bit here, like, I got to say, like, if I gave this an overall rating, I'm giving it a 9.5 out of 10 just strictly because of some of the pacing issues. Other than that, it's an absolutely gorgeous game. The soundtrack is amazing. The voice acting is great. Like, at first I was like, I don't know, man, clock's a little flat. And then you get used to it and you're like, oh, it makes sense for him to be like that. Um, I am looking forward to part two. I need part two announced soon, uh, especially because E3 was supposed to be next month. So, like, maybe give me an announcement for Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Even if it comes out beginning of next year, mid, first quarter of next year, second quarter of next year, I don't care. That's acceptable. Just give me that game sometime within the next year because I ain't waiting another 10 for it for y'all to be like, oh, yeah, it might come out on the PlayStation 7. <laughs> brand new games at $90 a pop. Right. So yeah, 9.5 out of 10 for me. Same. I uh, don't disagree. Listen to Hip Hop to Chocobo if y'all haven't. <laughs> that's top five. Legit. Hottest hip hop tracks to be released in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there's no words in it, but it's fire. None. But all it's straight fire. Uh, actually, like, I mean, that's, that's one of the things that I love about this is like the fact that you can go around and find all of the... Um, I got them all. Yeah, I did too. All the music. Um, and like you get the different te- themes, the Turks theme. Uh, and it's all updated version of the music too. So I really, really like it. Uh, I mean, I like that little mission that you do with a uh, little girl. Um, the before ghost, you. The ghost one? Uh, no, when you're getting the music. Did you do that one? Yeah, I did that one. Yeah, where you're getting the music yeah. for her because like everybody's all down. Oh, that, old, that old dude was getting it. He got it, didn't he? Ooh. He's like, this is how we used to dance to this back in the day. I was like, go, oh, man. He said, "This how I got your grandma." <laughs> I don't know about that though, because that was Andrea's song that he was dancing to. So. I don't think he, grandmama, I'm a granddaddy, whatever yeah. it is on the spectrum. Because <laughs> you know that's that old black uncle at the reunion, right? Who hears his one jam and just. That's one thing we do got to talk about before uh, the time winds down is the diversity in this game for it to be a Japanese-made game. There are brown people. There are black people. There's blatantly Asian people. There's white people. It's a little bit of everybody, and I love that about it because we didn't get that in the first game. Like you got a little bit of mix. Like you got Barrett, and I still, I still don't know how Barrett is Marlene's daddy. We need to, they need to go into some more detail about that. Um, <laughs> Mako. That's what we're gonna say. Mako, rather. Did um, you catch his gun is on the other arm. Is it? It's on the le- It's on his left arm in the original game. It is. Now that you mentioned that, it is. Oh, uh, wow. I can't believe you hadn't caught that yet. I did I'm not there. catch that. Okay. Yeah. I did not. Oh, man. I love how they show material working in this, too. And, like, how it adds the full orb until you set it in something and it is a small. That was really cool. Although I can't find any replica material anywhere. Square Enix, if you're listening to this, replica material sets, please. I'll buy them. 
I should have bought. I almost bought the Advent Children Buster Sword like ten years ago. They're they're gonna copyright them old Dragon Balls used to collect <laughs> and just dye them different colors. I don't care. I don't take care. the stars off of them. I don't care. Just put them in put them in something that make them light up underneath the bottom. All right, y'all. Go ahead. Yeah, seriously, this was. Uh, if you haven't played this game, I highly recommend it, especially if you're a JRPG fan. If you're just an RPG fan in general. I say play this You're game. A good game, fan. Like there's it, yeah. no, there's almost no reason not to like it. There, yeah. there really isn't. And even for I've seen a few people. Oh, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Get a damn PlayStation or borrow a friend. It's worth it. It's worth it. Uh, I don't think this is gonna port well to anything else. Honestly, don't. I know they said it was gonna come to the Xbox One. I don't know how it's gonna port. Personally, and that's not even again. That's not hating on the Xbox. It's just this was made for PlayStation. You can tell. Yeah, no, they did, they did right. They did right getting the, the rights to this game. Yeah. Yeah, definitely worth it. If you guys haven't played it, I highly recommend checking it out. Um, easily one of my favorite games of the last two decades. Uh-huh. And, I mean, I've played a lot of shit working in video games. Definitely worth checking out. Again, especially if you got time. I know, like, they lifted the stay-at-home order for everybody right now. But, like, if you're still staying at home... Final, excuse me, Final Fantasy VII Remake is what to do. Be good to each other. Take care of each other, especially in this time. Check on your friends and do me one favor. Wear your mask when you're in public and wash your damn hands. Y'all be good.